We open with prayer. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by your truth. Your word is truth. Amen. As newborns, who then become toddlers, and then young children ready for grade school, we all, all all of us, were needy, dependent creatures. Without giving it a second thought, we instinctively would look to our parents for just about everything. Nothing unusual about that. It's the expectation and the norm with children around the world and down through the ages. In high school, college, and beyond, we transition from this former life of absolute dependency to a life of relative self-sufficiency. We learn to rely on ourselves, take care of ourselves, and have a relatively independent life when it comes to things earthly, physical. Again, that's the norm, the expectation and the path that you're on right now. We should ask the question, though, is this the path, the expectation for a spiritual, heavenly life you have with God the Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ? Jesus answers that in Matthew 18. What he said to the disciples in these verses one through four. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The disciples were having a wrong-headed argument, which culminated in their question, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? We can be sure that they had one person in mind, but it wasn't Jesus as the king or God the Father. It was one of them. Possibly Simon Peter, based on recent circumstances. The Lord had to shut this down. And he did that by using a living object lesson. He brought a young child off the street into the house. Think of a boy no older than seven, probably preschool age. He set this child in the middle of the twelve and then said, Be like him. If you don't, forget about greatness in the kingdom of heaven. You won't even be in the kingdom of heaven. Strong words to hear with a lesson for them and for us, which we can boil down into this concept as the words of our theme today. When it comes to your dependency on God, act like a child. In two ways. Embrace your lifelong childlike neediness 
in everything spiritual and then cling to your Father who will constantly give all that you need. The Lord's example of a young child is best defined not as some natural example of how to be humble or even childlike faith, but rather a trajectory of how low we need to go in personal status, spiritual neediness and dependence when it comes to our relationship with God, our struggle against sin, our constant need to be forgiven, our faith life as people belonging to God get picked on by the devil. The pattern to follow is simply this. Cling to your heavenly Father for everything spiritual the way little children cling to their parents for everything earthly, like food, clothing, shelter. Well, that's easier said than done. Unlike little kids instinctively clinging to their parents, we do the opposite with God. Before conversion, we treat him as a stranger or an enemy. After conversion, it doesn't get much better because our flesh still wants to become independent. And so we begin to think of ourselves as spiritually self-sufficient. This happens in adulthood, maybe earlier. It could be worse than that, where we have the kind of pride like the disciples had, inflated with some sense of self-importance or even self-righteousness. We need to be turned away from that kind of thinking and brought back to a constant realization, full awareness, that we will always be like children in our own state of dependency. After all, when you continue to sin day after day, there's nothing you can do to fix that. When you face temptation, as Pastor Nauman reminded us, we can't beat it by ourselves. When doubts rise up in the heart, you can't make those go away with an act of your will. You are stuck in a state of vulnerable neediness that only God can handle. So embrace it. Embrace it by confessing it. And then we cling to the Heavenly Father to do one thing after another. He provides Jesus to atone for all of our sins. This is followed by God's forgiveness announced to us in the Gospel, along with the Holy Spirit who strengthens our faith and helps us to handle all matters of our Christian life. No matter how old you are, or how long you live in this world, you never outgrow that needy condition that will drive us back to God over and over and over again. We've arrived at the answer to the disciples' question. Much to our surprise, when we individually act like needy, clingy children toward our Heavenly Father, then Jesus says, we are in fact greatest, greatest in the kingdom of heaven. This greatness, by the way, is measured on a scale of incredible value. The value God places on each of us 
by having his son live and die in our place. Jesus talks the same way when he says that to receive a child in his name is to receive him. This unexpected path of greatness is the only path that works. It's your path of dependence on your God, which in your state of need will bring you, bring us to eternal life with God. Amen. We close today singing all stanzas of hymn 433, hymn 433. Yeah.